This episode of Gamescast is brought to you by kindoffunny.com slash store. Guess what? Could you get this shirt there? No, you can also get that on Rishi's site, but you don't want to do that. It is a nice shirt, though, and it goes really well with this desk. But there's a lot of shirts that go better with a bunch of different... Cool, Greg, can you give me the blue? Give me the blue light down there. Yeah, a lot of kind of funny shirts go really nice with that. And you can get them right there on kindoffunny.com slash show. And we'd appreciate it because it pays for Andy's salary. And you want more party modes, right? I know you do. I've seen the comments. You want them longer. You want more. You want you want this. You want that. You want How to make that happen? I don't know. Buying shirts probably won't directly make that happen. But it, it will go a long way in making us think about it. You know what I mean? Kindoffunny.com slash store. What's up, guys? Welcome to the first ever episode 150 of the Kind of Funny Games. Yeah, we did it. We did. We did. We're celebrating with one Dan Reichert from Giant Bomb. Hi, that's me. I'm Yay. Dan. Oh, well, less, one less, of the coolest dudes in video games, Greg Miller. Hi, it's me, Greg. And we got some beers. Lots of beers. We do. Yeah. Well, we're recording late at night. Yeah, so yes. it's late night recording of Gamescast. Yeah. It's one of those things we're recording this episode pretty early. I think that this is uh, three episodes ahead of time. Sure. As a time we're Because we're on holiday right break when this posts. Get yeah. it in the can. Yeah, so exactly. Be, yeah. You, know, you know about this. Yeah, you, know, you ever yeah. make content on the internet, Dan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit, yeah. So this is going to be a fun little time capsule special, but Dan is in town, so we're like, well, we got we to gotta do something fun. And since it's late at night, it's like, you know what? We're not going to do the whole normal games cast rigmarole when it comes to the This Week in Gaming History and Tom yeah. the Show. And blah, blah, blah. Tom Bach, no. go fuck yourself. No, Patreon. Oh, sorry. Tom no, we still Bach. like Tom Bach. You. I'm You're fantastic. When there's no rules, I don't know what it is. But this is going to be more free form. We're just going with it and having some fun. We're gonna, We're gonna have a about conversation video about video games. Okay. Yeah. I brought gifts. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Let's start gifts with the gifts. Sure. Yeah. I like this. All right. Uh, I got two. I guess I'll give one to you and one to you. Okay. Um. All right, Tim. Mm-hmm. I have a giant, most oh, likely Jesus inspired God. gummy bear. Sweet Jesus, Kevin. How much does this excite you? Oh my God, none. He said fire. Could you put this down? Did he say fire coming? Expired. Likely expired. Likely expired. Uh, That's uh, never stopped, Kevin. It's been largest. sitting around for a long time. And Greg, yeah, it, it is the season. It's the holidays. So yeah. I got you a jack o' lantern filled with hundreds of Mortal Kombat pogs. Oh, Mortal Kombat neat. pogs. Oh yes. my god. Why topical. do I feel like you're just cleaning out the giant bomb off? I don't know where you would get where? that. Idea, I got a Johnny oh, Cage <laughs> and <laughs> I got a Sonya. Now, Kevin, yeah, and lots guys. more of them. Yeah. Okay. There's no Kano for some reason. It's the rest of the MK1 cast. No reptile. No Shang Tsung. Okay. But the core seven. Lots of Sonya. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin, I'm going to need you to do me a favor. I'm not eating it. Uh, well, I'm not going to ask you to eat it. You're just going to do that on your own volition. But uh, I'm going to ask you to please use the Sky, sky cam. cam. Okay, give me two seconds. Hold on. We'll give you all the seconds. Uh, we got beer. Yeah, no, look at it right there. See? So, Man. okay, we got what this is, the world's largest gummy bear. That makes sense. We got a giant gummy gator. Cool. Mm -hmm, giant gummy king snake. Fine. Whatever. Giant gummy peace sign. Don't really understand that, that's a bear. the logic of all of that. But then there's just a double-sided dildo. Double-sided dildo. Uh, it clearly says world's largest gummy worm. So hey, You know what? Multiple uses. That's cool for sure. anybody so, involved. This thing is heavy. Yeah. It's because, got some yeah. because we're recording this out of, out, of, out of order, yeah. I can't give context on the air. Mm -hmm. But, Dan, we have a gift for you, too. Oh, dear. It's a bag okay. of rocks. Uh, I get a bag of rocks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this like so fun candy rocks or something? No, or no, just got... straight up rocks. Oh, that's just literal rocks. Look at that. Yeah. Enjoy. Why are they wrapped like this? You know what? Don't I mean, ask a lot of questions. These are nice, actually. I need to get like a little fountain for my You got some nice rocks. Dude, if anyone out there has a koi pond in need of rocks, you got an aquarium, hit up show. Kevin at kindoffunny.com. He will fucking we'll hook, hook you up. you up. <laughs> Although shipping on these things. <laughs> uh, careful your phone, Greg. Oh, dear. 
Pro move. Thank that you. looks that looked like a, a scary time. I've had this half a beer. Only, I'm ready to get fucking crazy. This is Sweet. the kind of funny games cast. Each and every week we get together to talk about video games, all the things we love about them. You can watch it live by going to patreon.com slash kind of funny games for just one dollar. Or you can get it VOD early every Friday. Same place, patreon.com slash kind of funny games, or you can watch it later. Literally every other one is Sony. Games. Yeah, it's a lot of Sony. <laughs> <Big fan. laughs> trying to get some you know, equality going on. Sure. Here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can only have one female in the core seven, but, but we'll give you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So it's good. So Dan, you are yes. here. You have moved. You've left us. You used to be here with us. Then Taco Bell married you. Yep. I got married and moved so to New York. So much has happened. Taco Bell. Yeah. All that stuff happened. It's, it's been the busiest year of my life uh, by a long shot. Uh, also the best. I was going to say, yeah. So, best year of your life. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. 2017 has been uh, very, very good. Just because of video games, or also because of the marriage thing? I mean, like, uh, mainly the marriage. Okay, thing. the marriage uh, thing. That's I also like New York yeah. City a lot. It's sure. also been my favorite year of games yeah. since God knows when. Uh, this is. Do you a, think this is the best year of games ever? Uh, I would put it up against like 2001 and 1998. Yeah, that resets uh, that. Yeah, because 2001 was you know Metal Gear 2, Final Fantasy 10, uh, GTA 3. Yep. You know, uh, Twisted Metal Black. I loved. Uh, and then 98 was obviously Metal Gear, Ocarina, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it's Pokemon. two great ones. I, yeah. I'd say it's the Half best life. since at least a one. Gotcha. I yeah. still make the argument, I, I, I think it is the best year of gaming. And not just because of, we got a Zelda and we got a Mario, but the fact that it feels week after week, and maybe now in the holidays slowing down a bit, but throughout the rest of the year, week after week, there was something amazing to play. Like there was, yeah. the caliber of games we were getting was crazy. You know what, the, I've been thinking a lot about you making that argument, because I want to fight it. I want you to be wrong. I want yeah. there to be you some love, type you of You love being mad at me and, and arguing with me. Exactly. Um, but I think that you might be right, if only because, when you're talking greatest year, Back in the day, we would only get stuff at the end of the mm -hmm. year. Right. Maybe a couple things would trickle into a March release. Yeah. But this year, it's like, no, bam, bam, bam. Every single month had something great. Exactly. Well, this was insane, too, because in March, the Switch launched. And, you know, the Switch is my favorite Nintendo system since the Super Nintendo, like, pretty much already. Yeah. Uh, and it launches with Zelda, which, you know, is one of the best games I've ever played in my life. Played the hell out of that, and then over the summer months, when there's not really much coming out, uh, PUBG kind of took over the world. Yep. I, I don't remember when that actually entered early access or when that became what when it, it is started now. becoming the event. It was summertime because it was Games Daily started, and it was like, okay. oh, they've moved this many million units. That's cool. I wonder where they'll top out. Oh, they're getting close. They beat Dota's record for a day. Not that they beat their. They'll never beat right. their. Oh, they, oh, they beat the overall. It was like a domino snowball effect. It was just yeah. doo -doo 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 -doo. And so I played that all summer, and uh, that's just an incredible game. And then uh, Mario. Uh, just unbelievable game. It's, and you were you're the, like the first person to to get all the the moons. Yes, I do believe I was the first civilian non Nintendo person to get all the that moons. That is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. How like maddening was review. that though? How maddening? Yeah. Oh my god, I loved it. Like I kind of yeah. want to start it and do it all again now. Like yeah, nothing says I have to get all the moons to review it. Sure. I'm yeah, just yeah. Obsessing over it. I was but I've for been there like a day. trying to platinum something or beat something before it's out, and there's those like. The puzzles you can't figure out, and I'd see you occasionally pop up on Facebook in the video game reviewers thing and be like, "Yep, does anyone know how to do this one thing?" Because I had like you know nine hundred something, yeah. and then I needed like a couple more. I know there's technically only eight hundred something, but blah blah blah. You can buy other ones. Um, but yeah, there'd be a couple where it's like I can't find where this picture is. Like yeah. I looked all over this level, I have no idea how to find it. You know, the toad guy won't tell me, but uh, toad man wound up falling, finding them all. It. Uh, Man, it's it's one of the best Mario's and one of the best Zeldas, if not the best of both series. You know, I feel like we've talked Mario and Zelda to death in a lot of, uh, on this show a lot because we really love those games. But I can't 
have you here and not get into in-depth discussion about Mario. Sure. You definitely are the number one Mario fan that I know. You know oh, Mario wow. very well. Okay. And I, I feel like I know it very well. But seeing the way that you talk about the game, play these games, you are an expert at I, it. It's, I wouldn't be sitting here. I wouldn't have this job uh, without Mario. That, that's what made me fall in love with games. No pressure of making definitive claims. I'll make super definitive claims. Really, make them. Just fucking make them. Go. You know what I'm asking you. Where's it rank? Like oh. Odyssey. Like how does that? Like how does okay. it compare okay. to the the galaxies of the world? Before Odyssey came out, I would say my number one was World, uh, followed by uh, three, followed by Galaxy Two, followed by Galaxy One. After that, maybe sixty four. Um, so. Odyssey. Classy guy. Fuck Sunshine. Hey, I love Sunshine. I'm doing a whole feature on Giant Bomb right now. It just didn't rank, though. It didn't rank, I'm saying. Sunshine is not top five Mario. Just letting you know. Just letting you know. And playing it this year, uh, you can tell how it's aged a bit, and like the camera is very, very bad and everything. Not like 64s was great or anything, but it was a product of its time. Uh, So I would say it is definitely top three. Top three. Yeah, I like to wait a while. Yeah, of um, course. You so want to marry? You know, I just said I would make a definitive statement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Your definitive statement is I like to wait a while. Yes, <laughs> that's yes, a exactly. statement. That You're making a statement. A statement. Yeah. <laughs> I would, I would say it's definitely top three though because I do think it's the best 3D one. Um, so it's between that three and World, which maybe it's top two. Is that for easy sure. to say though? Like, is it easy for you to say that Odyssey is better than the Galaxy games? I, I have trouble kind of uh, separating Galaxy one and two. I agree that I, yeah. I would say two is better than one. Uh, but like, it was. It's been so long since I've played through those games, so I couldn't. In the same way that I, I could talk about Mario three and Mario World and talk about the differences and why I love this and that right. forever. Galaxy and Galaxy Two, it kind of blends. It kind of does. Both so good, and it's kind of hard to rank those two because uh, one had that crazy, like, holy shit, like you know, I've never done this, like, gravity yep. planetoid stuff. So it had kind of that wow factor coming out of the gate, and then they showed the trailer for Galaxy Two at E three that one time, and it was like, oh, it's more oh, weird. Is this an expansion pack? Yeah. Like, this feels. Like, are these discarded levels? What is this? So like, my expectations were kind of low going in, and while I think overall it's a better game, it didn't have the wow factor mm-hmm. like that first time feeling. Sure, uh, I just think it's better by by a smidge. You know, there's less like motion control. Uh, gimmicks and stuff like that. Fucking waggle. Um, yeah, I, I actually thought Galaxy didn't do it that the bad. The waggle was not bad. The little the shake wasn't bad. I, the g- jumping to the different blue stars, stars where you kind of were all floating, that was a little overdone. But they don't do it. T- I, I don't know. I didn't think they did it too much. I just didn't think the mechanic was that good. Yeah. So, uh, But yeah, I would say it's the best 3D one. Nice. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Where does 3D World fall into your... So... I love 3D World. Thank Beat it you. several times. Got every single you know coin. And, uh, the, was, it was green stars in that yeah, one, right? Yeah, green stars. Yeah, did everything you shit. can do. Um, I don't consider that a mainline Mario game, and this has been a point of contention on Twitter, on I podcasts, and things this. like that. Wait, so, why? Because I and love anyone who has heard this uh, conversation elsewhere, I'm so sorry to hear this again. But it is the the structure is so different. Mm-hmm. It's a point A to point B. Like, hey, we're going it's to the flag. It's a 2D Mario game in 3D. I guess, yeah, I can put it that way, where it's not this, like, open, more free-roaming, like, you know, playground. Or 64, Sunshine, Galaxy, you can kind of just, like, go where you want to within these levels. Uh, 3D World and 3D Land, you are definitely just like, this is where you start the level, this is where you have to go. There's, like, maybe you can go down that pipe or you can go up that hill, but it doesn't really branch that much. Gotcha. So the Uh, argument I've always made, though, is that, you're right, it does branch off, but there are three branches of Mario now. There is the 2D platformers, there is the 3D open world platformers, and then there's the 3D obstacle-based platformers. Yeah, that 3D, I agree. The 3D Land, 3D World are a part of, and to an extent, I'd say half of Galaxy 1 and 2 and a bit of Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say overall, though, I'd classify it as the new series, new Mario Brothers, mm-hmm. if they're still doing more of those. 
Um, the three D series, as in three D in the title, and then the like sandbox ones like Odyssey, Sunshine, sixty four. Yeah, uh, yeah, and I, yeah, I'd say Galaxy is more sandbox than linear. Yeah, it's kind yeah. of a weird half step between the two, but I yeah. think that's a good thing because it's like I liked that the Galaxy levels and worlds weren't too big. Yeah, and it was yeah. like you always everything felt fresh because you were always doing something different. I feel like Odyssey does a good job of that as well, where you're in these giant worlds, but every set of moons you get is just in a different kind of corner of that world that yeah. feels different than the others. Especially, I first really noticed it in the um, the sand dunes. Yeah, sand kingdom. kingdom. Sand yeah. kingdom. Yeah, yeah, where it's like, oh shit! Like everything feels super separate, but I'm still yep. in this whole thing. Definitely. Now I said we weren't going to talk too much about Mario and Zelda, but we already did. Who the hell cares? Is this a conversation? Just, we're here I'm drinking just, beers, just, having fun. I'm just trying to make sure that the people are hearing here, the same things over and over. Ah. And Dan, since we have you, yes. Besides Mario and Zelda, mm-hmm. this year in games, and the other one besides Horizon, we love Horizon. We talk about Horizon. What what are the games for you that you've been loving? Oh, I liked Horizon quite a bit. I liked it more before Zelda came out. So I played like maybe uh, 30 hours of it before Zelda came out. And then I just went nuts on Zelda for a while and went back like, oh, I got to go back to Horizon. I put so much time into it. I was really enjoying it. And I do like it a lot, but that felt so much more like... You know, open world we've seen before where you pull up the map and there's a million icons and, yep. you know, objective markers and stuff. Where Zelda was this, like, true open world of just, like, I'm going to climb this Figure tower it out. and see these things. Yeah. yeah. So it was, it definitely brought it down a bit for me. And, like, the story, I think, had a lot of intrigue and everything at the beginning. I was curious where it was going. Some of those text logs and everything yeah. and seeing what happened to the world was very interesting. But by the end, uh, you know, I thought Aloy was a pretty flat character. I wasn't too big in the story. Like, I actually think that I dropped it off my personal top 10 for the year. Oh, wow. But I, I liked it a lot. It's a huge technical achievement. Like, when I got my OLED TV, that was oh, the yeah. first thing. It's like, oh, Ooh. shit, that and the pro. Do you have like, the LG? Uh, OG, uh, yeah, the LG OLED. God, yeah. I love that everyone has it now. It makes me oh, so happy. Everyone's getting it. Yeah. It's so beautiful. Vinny just got it. Jeff's got it. Yeah, it's we're great. all getting that. Fantastic. Um, but I do like it a lot. But um, there was just so much this just year. Just wondering. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's good. Monster. Uh, <laughs> say, uh, Cuphead's way up there for me. Mm, I love Cuphead. Cuphead. I, I mean, whatever. It's so stupid because we always talk about the game of the year as if it's like, oh, man, it's such a bummer that this year is so good. There's too many games, games that were great getting, this year. Cuphead is such a special game. And I think it's so special to me and to the, the video game industry and world because it that was a game that had so much hype and was delayed in quotes so many times. Yeah. And had such bad previews after a while where I feel like the, the conversation turned into, ooh, it's so, why, is, sour. why isn't there uh, platform levels? There should be platform levels. And then it turned into, oh, this is too hard and I don't know. And the, the, These platform levels suck. Yeah, this isn't good. And then it came out and it's like, oh, this is perfect. Well, they went quiet, right? That was the problem. Yeah. They came out, oh man, this boss fight is really hard but awesome. What are the platform levels? There are none. Oh, hey, we made them. Oh, we don't like them. And then it was silence for the longest time. And yep. It was Xbox spinning its wheels trying to figure out what's and going on. And I would have bet that this game was going to flop. I was like, oh, it's going to look beautiful, but it's going to be super short. It's not really going to connect with people besides the visuals and aesthetic overall of the game. But I was so wrong, and I'm happy that I was because it is just, it's gameplay perf- perfected. I, I've never seen a game get hyped so quickly because it was in the middle of like a sizzle reel of like, here's all the like independent games coming out from yep. Microsoft. And like, they were just showing a billion, you know, with, with no context clips uh, of different games. And everyone saw like three seconds of Cuphead. What the, what fuck, the, was that? What the fuck is that thing? What, yeah, I yeah, need yeah. more of that. Forget everything else here. What is Cuphead? And then years and years of waiting for it and for it to deliver the way it did. Like, I, I agree. The platform levels were the weakest part. Yeah. But those bosses and the way they animate and the challenge, uh, it, it's just incredible. It, it, it's just style, right? Yeah. Like you talk about style in a game 
and what does that mean exactly or visual flair like that's yeah. what that game is yep for yep. me the platform levels i even thought that in the final game they weren't that bad like i liked them as kind of a change of pace from the boss fights and yeah i probably would agree they're the the weakest part just right. because the the bosses had such character to yes. them whereas the platform stages some of them got a little bit samey yeah. uh but even then not not too much i don't uh, think they're but bad it was just compared to when we played the platform levels at e3 they were right, right. very different and they were uh there was a lot less going on and Whereas I feel like the platform levels in the final game felt more like boss fights, just you have to move left to right. Right. The one in uh, the, at E3 felt more just like, kind of like Mario, where it's like, oh yeah, just get through the stage. You can get hit a whole bunch of times. And then the final one is like, no, 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 you need a flawless run to get yeah, through this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think they're bad. Uh, I just think they're unnecessary. I think yeah, you, can, yeah. you can do that game uh, and just have it be a boss rush. I mean, because that's obviously where it excels. So, yeah, that's way up there. I mean, I loved RE7. Um, I loved... God. Still so hard to believe RE7 came out this year. Yeah, was it January, January February? Yeah, yeah January. January. Yeah, yeah, it totally kicked off of the year, and it yeah. was just one of those things I forget about all the time when we talk about, oh, game of the year, and this thing, it, it's been such an amazing year, and then you go back to it, like, no, no, it's been amazing since fucking January Day one when yeah. it started. I loved Metroid, Samus Returns. That was so much better than I expected it to be. It was a surprise. It To me, it was so much better than I thought it would be. It, it was also kind of like a half step whatever where I'm like at least I'm happy that there's more Metro come out I'm happy that it sold so well and I was bitching so much when they first announced that it was on 3DS because yes. I was like why put it on the fucking switch and now that they didn't and now that it's over I'm so happy they didn't because it was like cool let's get Metroid out there let's have it sell a whole bunch get people remembering why they love Metroid yep. so that we can have a proper next one on the switch because this was it was a half step it was a remake of two well, I, I think my uh, hype levels were so low for that one because of like numerous things. First of all, they don't even show it during their E3 direct. It's like an afterthought. Like, hey, oh, by stay, the way, stay, stay tuned for Treehouse Live. There's gonna yeah. be something happening. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like oh, by the way, yeah, here's this thing. Also, it's on 3DS. Also, it's a remake of Metroid 2, and I just played through all of AM2R like a few months before that. And then I found out it was Mercury Steam, and I hated what they did with uh, Castlevania, Castlevania, that like weird 2.5D one. I like Lords of Shadow, but the kind of yeah. 2D one, it didn't feel right. So I was like, ah, this is just gonna be terrible and uh turned out to be actually really good and, and different enough from am2r to yeah. it feels like different games yeah yeah anything else i got a big list that steam world big two were, were you big on near uh so i've been hearing a lot about near uh a lot of spoilery stuff while we've been doing our game of the year podcast mm. and it's fascinating some of that stuff uh, some of the, some of the things it's doing but i did not enjoy playing it so i fell off fairly early mm. i just didn't think the gameplay was that good yeah but uh a lot of the ideas and without saying much you know like the different endings and things like that i, I know about all that stuff that happened and that's i love weird stuff like that yeah like metal gear shit right yes yeah 100%. That's, the, that's what andy's been trying to sell me on near with because he's play, he's been he played it over a break or whatever and came back and was like it's like metal gear and so i started it up and did the same thing where i played for a little bit and i was like i Kind of okay. Like I like what you're doing, mixing it up from going to like to being a shmup to being an action game to being this. Like, right. I, I, but I bounced out. I wanted to play something else. I'm like, I'll come back and try it later. But I can see the Metal Gear now. James, you're shaking your head. In yeah, disgust. James, that. come over here. James is here visiting. He be, uh, Conquer the Day Foundation brought him in. James, tell people why you like Nier. Well, to start for me personally, I just like the the combination of the different like the the shoot 'em up like. I don't know the top arcade down. top down yeah, yeah. and then also I'm a big fan of hack and slash like I love Devil May Cry games and I love Bayonetta and I love that and I love how well they did that and then also the open world while it's not crazy open world it's not it, that's one of the good things it's not like Horizon where it's get the little dots and fill it out it's just like hey it's open world it's not huge so you can 
you can manage it. Uh, and then, and then they're also they're pretty interesting locations. They're not crazy different, but they are interesting enough that it's it uh, each area is interesting and spices spices it up. And then also the game doesn't hold your hand at any point. Um, I think was it Andy who's talking about? There was the one ship that if you that if you hit it, you'll die. Oh yeah, doesn't turn it in. Yeah, doesn't. Uh, doesn't really explain that to you, and it doesn't explain chips, and it doesn't explain your leveling up system. It doesn't explain anything to you. It just says sounds like fun. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't explain anything to you, but it's but it's great because it's like that's the point. Mm-hmm. It's a sport. Is is you're trying to you figure it out? It's kind of like, it's a different way of Cuphead. Cuphead yeah. is you you figure it out by playing it over time. It's kind of the same way in that you figure it out by playing the game. Hmm. It's like hmm. Zelda. You figure it out by exploring the area. Yeah. It's that, that's, it's that type of thing. Um, and so it's a hack and slash arcade RPG. I, I appreciate anything that is as unique as that game certainly seems yeah, to be. That's, and that's the thing for me. It was so yeah. unique. It was so different. Yeah. I just when it comes down to it, I just didn't enjoy the actual like moment-to-moment gameplay. Mm. And I mean, that's just me because obviously tons yeah. of people love it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I appreciate the mm. weird stuff it does. Yeah. For me, it was the hack and slash. That that drew me in. I was, yeah. I'm was i a huge fan of that style, so yeah, I was yeah. like all in. And then, see, that, that's why I... Lo- Sorry. No, you're fine. That's why I want to see you try because you're yeah. such a devil. Well, I, mean, I, I I was so huge on on Nier when I played the, the before anything even came out for it. When I started seeing trailers, I was like, "This looks like my type of game. This seems really interesting. I'm down." And then when the demo came out, I'm like, "Oh, I am all about this." That's the big like a uh, robot fight with the the slashing yep. of the arms and yeah, the, yeah. This is rad, and it gives you a good idea of none of the RPG stuff, but at least the the top down shmup stuff and the hack and slash. I'm like, "Oh yes, I mean," because I feel like it's been a while since we've had that style of hack and slash game like the Bayonetta games were great and I even Bayonetta 2 on Wii U I, I absolutely love that none of people got to play it so, such uh, a good game oh, yeah, yeah exactly so, um, so. and the Devil May Cry games have been gone for so long so it's like I this I'm very I need to play this game it, it's it's an awesome game and it is it's platinum what I don't like about it though is this whole ending business <laughs> so the ending the ending business the ending business to me or the way I see it is that it so the, the whole thing like it has multiple endings it has one ending. It, it has twenty six endings technically, but they're all like they're all like the way Anime. it works. But it has one. Well, do you know the spoiler? The, the way the way okay, it, the way right. it works is it's this kind of thing where like you'll get a mission and like we need don't your, spoil anything. It's not, not, don't spoil no no no. Wait, wait, it's like it's like uh, it's like oh we need you to go over here and then you go the opposite direction and the credits roll and that's an ending. Got it. That's okay. one of the 26 oh, Okay, cool, cool, cool. That kind of thing. It's not the kind of thing where because you made this decision with this character, you get this ending at the, you know, at the end. It's there's one ending when you beat the game, but if you ignore someone, the credits will roll immediately then. So, so there is a question I have about this. And then this the, the next 1 minute might be kind of spoilery. So just know that. I'm going to keep an eye on it. I'll let you know. I'll put my hand up when it's not anymore. Uh yeah, please. Um I am just I'm just wondering, could you just beat it the once and then just watch the other endings on YouTube and yeah. be okay? Yeah. Okay, so it's that type of, it's not like well, gameplay uh, endings. There, okay, okay, cool. Great. Okay. So there's something. Okay. That's good. I, I almost forgot because yeah, there's there's a yeah. It seems there there is something far more impactful. Uh, that I have seen, yeah, I, I've seen it beaten, beaten. Yeah, like that is very hard to talk about without spoiling. Well, yeah, okay. yeah, I don't yeah. The idea of yeah. replaying a game over and over. You is don't not have to I replay like. the game okay. over and over. You don't. You don't have to. You don't have to play replay the game over and over. Um, 
you, you can. Okay. Here's how it, it was explained to me. There's the first time you see credits, and then the second playthrough is kind of like you're doing it again. That's the closest to like an actual yeah. second playthrough. And correct me if I'm wrong with any of this. And then beyond that, it's continuing the story. The way I put it is near the whole game itself is three games in 10 hours. Or like mm-hmm. game one is in 10 hours, then you immediately start game two, which is 10 hours, and then you start game three, which is in 10 hours. So it's 30 hours total. So it's 30 hours right, total, right, right. and it's the full game. It's three different things. No more spoilers. So. Now yeah. we're out. We're done with that. Sounds cool. Still sounds like a lot, but sounds <laughs> cool. Huh? Not really anything not, explicit. Not really. Nothing but like not, still. Yeah. Nah. I, yeah, the way I, the best way to put it is it's, it's, it's three games that came out in one thing. Interesting. Yeah, but but it's the kind of thing where you play them through in one, not one yeah, sitting, yeah. but you but play them through, in one play through as one game right. and one thing, and which I thought was cool. You know, um, it doesn't go on like that. it doesn't act like that uh, until yeah, it doesn't act like that. <laughs> I, I, I just keep remembering one little thing because I haven't played this game since March. Yeah. So um, another one so early. I know. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah. It, so you recommend it? You I recommend it. It's, it's number three for me of, okay. of top ten. There it's number three. It, yeah. it loses to Zelda and Horizon. Mm, mm. Did which, you play Mario? Yeah, that's number four. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, James, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. You were fantastic there. Now, Dan. Yes. Speaking of time sinks. Yes. In 2017. Yes. Mm. Where you come down with this Persona 5 business. That game is not for me. Yeah? I did not grow up a JRPG guy. Uh, I don't watch anime. Uh, so nothing about the look or uh, anything in that game or the the super text heavy stuff. I'm not a huge story guy when it comes down to it, unless <gasps> it's Metal Gear. Okay, which is oh, then yeah, the yeah. most story, which is in it all. Like my yeah. Story which is like or anime, anime or anything? Story. Yeah, I understand yeah, yeah, yeah. how weird that is. But, no, I hear you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just not big on like like fantasy stuff or like anime type stuff. Sure. Um, that doesn't mean I, I write like you know Zelda. A lot of that like the style can, of course Japanese animation style and everything. Uh, and I've actually kind of opened up. I've been watching some like Studio Ghibli stuff. And, oh, nice. and like that's actually really good. Um, so it's just not for me. Uh, the story stuff and the the combat. Uh, like I was a, a asshole or, or really close minded <laughs> growing up because it was. Anytime I saw a game where you're attacking via a menu. Yeah, like that I was go, a turn off for me too. Yeah, I would go to my cousin's place and he'd be playing Secret of Evermore or Final Fantasy 3 slash 6. And I would see like, oh, item or, you know, yep. attack. I would just be like, why the fuck are you playing this? Like, I want to be able to hit Y and slash my sword. I don't want to pick it from a menu. Like, I was yeah. such a, like, at school, I was making fun of people that loved Final <laughs> Fantasy. Like, Final Fantasy you 7. fucking nerd. I, I was the biggest. <laughs> Where's your potion and your mage, loser? <laughs> I'd be like, oh, yeah, with your magic fairies and your wizards. And meanwhile, I'm just playing the shit out of Zelda. It's like it's the most hypocritical <laughs> bullshit in the world. Um, but yeah, I, I played Final Fantasy X in college and that's when I was like, wait, I actually really like this game. Yeah. And I've g- very gradually gotten I more open-minded. You're like, I swear to God, you're my <laughs> video game best friend. The moment that we met, <laughs> yeah. it was uh, when Smash, Smash Brothers. Brothers Wii U first came out. Yeah, it's when I first moved to huge, San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had yep. this huge party over at Greg's place and I was just like, like just talking to you about stuff. I was just like, oh my God, I love this guy. We're huge yeah. Nintendo fans. Fantastic. It's uh, just yeah. so good. So good. Final Fantasy 10. Very yeah, hey, it heart. was great. I hated 10 too, but uh, you know, uh, 10 <laughs> was the only one I ever beat. It's okay. Well, the tactics and tactics advance. I love those. Okay. Those are great. So basically, that's a long way getting around to saying like JRPGs. Not your shtick. Not really, but I'll try them. But like Persona just, oh man, it just screams not for me. Sure. Mm. Yeah, it's been rough for me because I loved, I love Persona 3 and I love Persona 4 and I love Persona 5. But and I know this is tired for everybody, but like I put 25 hours into Persona 5 and I was just got pulled away by something else and it's been looking back every time and it's just like, well, do I really want to put 
70 hours into this right now like especially no. it's tough to get back into something yeah it's been gone for a while and it is that thing of like and i, I since we're talking about all these great games here and we had new representation i feel like we need to have persona representation <laughs> of like it's awesome i think it's the best persona game i've ever played and i've played a lot of persona games right and it's just the fact that it's just more persona which do, wait, is do great you, do you think that from what you played persona 5 is the best persona game i do really and, I, and that's somebody that who loves Persona Four. You talk about all this so much, and how it's not getting you back in. Do you think that has anything to do with it not being portable? Uh, probably, yeah. Mm. No, yeah, totally. I've, I've, I joke about it all the time, like if, if with people I'll occasionally talk to on other chains about other games on Atlas, where I'm just like, anyway, I don't know what about a Persona Five Switch or whatever, and they're like, haha. You know what I mean? It's just that is why Persona Four was able to have that lasting power is that it was able to go with you in small chunks and chip away. Right, you were one of the weirdos that liked the Vita. Fuck you, man. man Everyone right, liked Persona right. Four Golden on Vita. Everyone. The game people yeah, like exactly. Vita not so much. The Vita, you know, the ahead of its time. Great. The hardware okay, is okay. great. I'll give you that. Then what did they like about the Vita? The games. Okay, then yeah, of course. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, sure. Of course. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> no. I, yeah, and I know that's. It's a weird. I have no. There hasn't been a, a conversation on Gamescast or any of the, the kind of funny or any product that I'm on talking about like the come to Jesus moment about this. And I don't have the right words for it. But yeah, I think Persona 5 is the best Persona. It's just that when I'm playing it, even when I was playing it, I'd be like, oh my, like the style and the music and the Tokyo they've built, like everything about it is a treat and a delight and visually awesome. But it's just the fact of even playing it. I'm just like, all right, cool. I know. The ba- it's like what you're talking about. Like I'm not a turn-based battle guy either. I'm not a menu battle guy either. And so that's why it was all when Jeff Haynes handed me Persona 3 and was like, "You'd really like this game on PS2. You should play it." And I went home and played it. I was like, "I fucking do." I think it was because it was fresh to me as somebody who never played Final Fantasies and never did JRPGs. And so to do that for three, to do it for Fez, to do it for a little bit for Persona 4 on PS2, to do it for Persona 4 on Golden, to then get into Persona 5 in a year. That literally Fez? is stacked. Sorry, Fez. Yeah, they put out. There was another Persona Three on uh, PSP. They got put it. Got it. Okay. I was confused. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry my apologies. Wait, not Fez. Fez. Yeah, yeah. Classic yeah. JRPG. Yeah, Phil Fish's Fez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did I, but that's what it is, right? I'm gonna Google that one to make sure. But I'm pretty sure it was Persona Three Fez. Okay. But you fucked me up. Doesn't matter. I don't. I the Persona don't Three PSP that I reviewed that had the girl character. It was a big deal. Um, to get into Persona Five, it's just like cool. I know how this all works and I'm not at all really invested in grinding out the JRPG battles to level up my personas, to combine my personas, to go find this because the fairies are vulnerable to my gun, which is new and cool. But the, it's just when you start going, it's all mechanics. And as much as I love the story and I love the characters so far, like the, the Phantom Thieves, like I could read a wiki and I could go do this and save myself that time, which is heartbreaking to say, especially because I know how much of our audience loves persona and how much I've talked about persona and how great it is. I think persona five is the best, but as somebody who's not a JRPG person, it is that thing of like, it just isn't for me right now. And I just, I don't know if I'll ever feel like going back and doing it, but I'm a hypocrite. If it was on switch and like, like right now I'm getting ready like to give you time capsule of this Thursday. I take off for game awards and PSX. I'm fucking super stoked to play more Mario because yeah. I'm just saving Mario on the switch. I, you know, I got whatever 500 moons and I, you know, I enjoy it and I love it, but I'm not chipping away at home because I come home and it's like, all right, cool destiny, this thing. And this is also in the weird thing as talking about persona, right? This has been the year for me, which ne- has never happened before Dan of the multiplayer game mm. where suddenly I'm in multiplayer games. I'm in games as a service and I'm enjoying it and I'm playing destiny and playing Friday the 13th yeah. and I'm, I was 
Rest in peace playing Marvel Heroes. And it's like I'm jumping into these games and cool. I know that I'm going to play for 30 to 45 minutes, but beyond that, I'm not sure what I'm getting into tonight. And so it is, I don't want to start Persona and just grind a dungeon. I don't want to start Persona and jump back in and be like, wait, where was I? What's happening? And what? And like, it's, it's a bunch of weird little excuses. It's just not a game that's congruent to my life at the moment, but I can, as I always talk about with the reviewing, I've played 25 hours of it. I can tell you, I think it's the best persona for sure. I think it's awesome. I, I know people and I, you know, and this isn't me disparaging anyone. I love the characters of persona four, right? And she is my fucking girl. I'm always going to be down to roll with her and stuff. Right. And I love the story of persona three. I just think these kids are better and I like where they are and I like their outfits better and I like the style and the thing that it looks like a fucking seventies pulp movie. And like, they just knocked it out of the park Mm. and it's it, but it's similar to what I was talking about with like uncharted Four, where it's like, it's a cheat. This is a payoff of everything that's happened before it. So it's not like out of the blue, this game came along. It was amazing. It's like, no, they've learned from every persona game they've made to get to the point where it would be more shocking if we got here and we're like, this fucking sucks. It's more like uncharted two. No, no. Well, Uncharted Four in terms of well, I, Uncharted Four in terms of they've learned what works, what doesn't, etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like where it's like, I think Uncharted Four. I think stick with me. If you were to review all the Uncharted games, would be the best Uncharted game. I agree. I mean, mechanic Four, wise, two, visual wise, one. Yeah, sh- sure. Where are you putting Golden Abyss? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> but what was like, that on? Was that a uh, mobile game? Yeah, fuck that? you. Yeah. No, you're thinking of Fight for Fortune. Uh, <laughs> it's. It's one of those things where, yeah, it's just they, they learn every time and do different stuff. And I think that it is what it is and it's how you go. I love the game, but I know that's a weird fucking thing to say when I just not compelled to go back and play it because I'd rather play a 20 minute match of Friday the 13th and then get out of my life or mm. jump into destiny and try to get this thing to that thing. I don't know. I'm yeah. a fucking weird hack. The biggest thing we need to talk about, what are we talking about is that. Now, I don't, I don't want to throw stones at you, Dan. Okay. You know, I well, love I mean, you. If, if you need to. Thank uh, you. I got a bag right here. We all live in a glass house here. Yes. I feel like it's unfair, if not unjust, that you're doing all this game of the year voting. But while James was on, I checked my phone. You haven't played Pocket Camp in nine days. Oh, Animal Crossing? Yeah. No, fuck that thing. Seriously. Ooh, Seriously. Bring some reason to the Here's show. Here's the thing. I love Animal Crossing. Every single one of them, even the weaker ones, city folk, whatever. You know, I'll put yeah. 100 plus hours in any, any of those games. Pocket Camp takes away so much of what I like about Animal Crossing. And it really has nothing to do with the microtransactions. I know everyone, you know, Leaf tickets. Ah! Yeah, that didn't bother me at all. And that actually seemed like not a super exploitative way to do yeah. that. It was the fact that when I play Animal Crossing, part of the joy of that game is meandering around the city and just seeing what I come across. Like, oh, there's my you know rhino neighbor. Oh, okay, I'll talk to him. And I'll go fish a little bit. Oh, maybe I'll walk down to the museum and, and drop some fossils off or whatever. I feel like I'm just kind of wandering a town, and it, it, it's a very leisurely thing. 100%. You're nailing it so far with Animal Crossing. With Pocket Camp, it is... Not only does it take out some stuff like the fossils and all that stuff, but you're not wandering you're not it's not a leisurely stroll through a nice little town you are going to a checklist it says timed goals and stretch goals and saying oh i have to give three apples to this squirrel i have to do this thing i have to do this thing okay my stretch goals i gotta keep that in mind okay and then now i gotta tap this very specific place and i'm gonna go there because that's where i fish i'm gonna tap this space because that's where i go get my bugs it's the fact that you're not just walking around a larger town I just feel like I'm checking boxes oh, yeah. instead of exploring uh, at, at my own pace, at my own leisure. And, 
You're correct. And also a lot of the writing. Like, I, I think a lot of them are just like, it's not as funny as far as the conversations and stuff. It's just like, hey, give me some bananas. You know, it's it's not the puns <laughs> and the jokes. Like, they don't even give you the puns when you catch I got fish. two words for you. You rock a lot. No. Wait, that's more than two words. And they, like, multiple people say this thing over right. and over to me. I'm like, all right. Yeah, I deleted it. I, I was so excited when I, first, when I first started it. I saw that, uh, like, oh, man, this seems like a real Animal Crossing game. Like, it... It's so simple control-wise that, you know, moving around worked fine. Yeah. I thought the fishing mechanic and the catching bugs mechanic and all that stuff, I thought it worked really well, just kind of waiting and tapping, because that's basically what you're doing with the A button yep. on a GameCube or 3DS. Um, I just didn't feel like I had freedom. I felt like I was doing stuff because the game told me to do it, and I was going places because that's where I have to do the thing. I wasn't exploring. I, I wasn't making the town my own. I was just being told to do a bunch of bullshit. So I haven't played it at all. Yeah. I'm not an Animal Crossing guy, so I was like, this is, isn't for me. Call yourself a Nintendo do, fan. No, exactly. <laughs> uh, do you think that they did a good job mobilifying the game, or do you think that you would have preferred it to not be the way you're talking about, because I feel like the reason they added all the checklists and all that stuff is because that makes sense for a mobile experience. It does, but I don't see why they couldn't have just taken the format that has been proven to work and put that on mobile. They've they already proved that they can, you know, the, the motion and, and the fishing and all that stuff. They made that work. They just didn't give us the Animal Crossing, the, the freedom that we had before. Mm. And so by replacing that with checklists and everything, that's just, I, I think that takes away the soul of what Animal Crossing is. Mm. And a lot of people have said that. It takes away the soul of what Animal Crossing is. And as somebody who plays it to this day, I agree. And somebody who loves Animal Crossing, I agree. Like Chrissy Teigen says that. Uh, a couple games cast ago by the time this airs, I made the reference to Amaris, who's like, oh yeah, I love it. Is it a good game? No. <laughs> like, it for me, I, I was thinking about it the other day, and it's like, yeah, like, I can't plant trees. Yeah. Which is like such an Animal Crossing thing of like It's right B. Exactly. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I can't mm -hmm. I can't make my own peaches. I can't do this. Yeah. It's also the fact of I in 2017 for sure and I can't remember last time ever that I was so hot and cold on a game. Where there are days I wake up and I'm like and I'm just on it nonstop and then there's days where literally I open up I'm like not today and right, shut it and right. go out my and I guess as somebody who doesn't play mobile games, maybe that's the mobile model they want, where it's like coming. I mean, they want me to fucking pay a thousand dollars give yeah. tickets. Maybe that's what it is. But it's the fact of the soul is gone in terms of my campsite isn't my campsite. Right. My campsite is like, what fucking thing do I have to build to get you in to get right. these people to come in and be my friends and do that? But then when they added Christmas stuff, which is the last time we recorded a games cast, I was very much like, ooh. And I was all in. I'm like, I got the tree and I got this and I want to build out my campsite to have that tree stuff. And a big turning point for me over the weekend was now Patreon people watching live. I'll ruin the joke I'm going to make for you. All right. But I'm because I'm going to but like don't ruin it for me. Be, when it goes out, retweet it and stuff. Re, put it on Instagram. Uh, what I'm going to do, what I'm building right now. So, Tim, let me lay some Animal Crossing Please foundation do. for you. Okay. Please do. You invite all, any animal you can to your campsite, mm -hmm. get their friendship up, get your XP up, all that jazz. However, you have your camper that you can also, for some reason, customize inside, even though no one ever comes into it. No. Who the fuck even cares about this thing, right? So I noticed I, you know, I went in there for the first time in days. I was like, all right, there's still nothing going on here. And that's when the joke struck. I'm, gonna tw I'm currently building out my camper, right? It's got the heart-shaped rug on the ground. It's got uh, the heart okay. wallpaper. Okay. It's got two couches. It's got a TV, and I've got lamps going. It still doesn't look as porny as I want it to, but I'm working on making it super porny. Because then, Tim, I'm going to take this screenshot, crop it down to a square, put it on Instagram, put it on Twitter, and I'm going to say, sure, 
I'll invite any animal to my campsite, but only a special few get to come to my shagging wagon. And this is going to kill on social media, just so you all know. This is going to be number one on the (laughs) Animal Crossing (laughs) subreddit when I'm done with it. You know what I I mean? It's about time for Austin Powers humor to come back. (laughs) I think that'll work. I think that'll play in 2017. It's nostalgic. It's nostalgic. (laughs) But I just, it's something in the center. What I'm currently building, and this isn't a joke. If I'm lying, I'm dying. It might actually be done, actually, is I'm building a cushion Mm. to put in the center of the heart rug to sit on the heart rug because I feel that will drive home that this is a fuck den for me to fuck animals. <laughs> that would you could just have a black couch though, you know. Yeah, but I'm not true. casting. The way couch. that you just described porn makes it sound like you haven't seen porn since 1970. As <laughs> you know, I read my porn, yeah. so I don't know what it looks so like. Read, like. There was a heart rug next to a heart wall. Yeah. Next to I mean, <laughs> bang bus has been a thing. Yeah. You know, I just don't. I don't. That's not how I consume my porn. I didn't. Yeah. They don't. They don't have do a literatica bang bus to my knowledge. Right, right. Think if they did, yeah, I, would I fucking get. hope they did. I'm sure. They did. <laughs> Actually, this reminds me. I'm gonna check Damn in. Pick. I'm gonna check in and see. Maybe you're all gonna see this. This one. That's too late in the day for me to go live now. But I think, let me check. Crafting. Yeah, the weird cushion is done. So, heads up. (laughs) (laughs) Good one, man. They're coming. Joey, are you still playing Animal Crossing Pocket Camp? I literally came in because I heard She literally came in. You got to come. You know how these mics work. You got to come talking to them. What level are you now? Uh, Oh, don't come in and say the microphone. (laughs) Don't you?
Yeah, it's been a blast. Well, so that's, I mean, Skyrim is a great example of what I always wanted on the Vita, now, and now the Switch is, you know, Vita 2, where it is like, yeah, give me an open world RPG, something to get invested in and come back to and go away from and do this and not have it be similar to how persona is such an investment on a tv be where like wait where was i in the story and whatever all right i'm fucking killing bandits there's a goddamn dragon to kill i got it yeah the thing about the switch that it does so well is beforehand you had the divide with nintendo systems you had they, they were very good at their big marquee first party titles on their home consoles for the tv and then the reason i thought the 3ds was so much better than the vita was that it seemed to understand that portable games should be different than home games. Home games, you're sitting down, you're getting comfy on the couch, playing for hours. Portable games, I want to be able to open up on a bus or play for 15 minutes or whatever. And that's why I really liked, you know, games like Picross and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I thought the 3DS was amazing for that, or, or New Leaf. Whereas the Switch, due to its nature, can do both. It's got these giant, sprawling, open games with Zelda and Mario and now Skyrim. But I can also play Picross or Puyo Puyo Tetris if I'm just on my commute and I just want to play a little bit and be done. It, it really is just kind of the perfect melding in both worlds. So looking at you, you as a Nintendo guy, you being somebody that's saying that the Switch is your favorite Nintendo system since the SNES, which is a huge I think so. statement. I think so. Year one so far that we've had, so since March, what has that looked like for you? When you look at the different games coming out, obviously we talked about Zelda and Mario, mm-hmm. but how did you feel about ARMS? How yeah. did you feel about Mario Kart? How did you feel about... Um, po uh poking dx and all right that. well first i want to clarify like uh i am a huge nintendo fan like I, I love it and the switch is probably my favorite console but if there's one thing that has annoyed me since i was a little kid about the gaming industry it's you know console fanboys and like oh fuck xbox fuck. you know there's always been great stuff on every system so like I, pc uh, <laughs> i love my pc god damn it i probably play my pc more than anything well you, you of course your taxes excel makes sense yeah yeah um so yeah I, I play on everything i like everything everything's got its pros and cons overall i i am like the Switch is my favorite console right now. But this year, like, launching with Zelda was amazing. Uh, and, and proving that, like, the gimmick worked so well. Like, yeah. the gimmick did not work with the Wii U at all. Um, I, I never really liked the Wii U hardware. Uh, but one of the reasons I think, like, Mario Kart worked so well for the Switch was because Mario Kart 8 is an incredible game. It's it totally maybe the best Mario Kart. It did not get to do no it deserved. Got to play it. Yep. And so even though, like, I played the hell out of it. I think that was the last game I reviewed a Game Informer. Uh, I played the hell out of that game. And I still played so much more of it when I was able to take it on a plane or take it to go. Uh, so it's done a good job of bringing those uh, Wii U titles forward. Pockin's not really for me. Um, I was just, I think I was just a couple years too old for Pokemon. I never mm. fell super into it. I know you're a huge fan. Definitely. Uh, we're right there in the same boat. It was the same thing where I felt like that passed me by. And by the time people were getting involved, I was like, oh, it's a kid's the game. The thing is, yeah, and, yeah. not to go too far down this rabbit hole, but there is a chance, and it is very slim, because if Pokemon was made by Nintendo this would be the case. But the fact that it's Pokemon Company and there's a whole bunch of weird separation with all that, I, I worried is not the right word, but I can see them just going with, here's another generation of Pokemon. I can see them going with them understanding that the Switch Pokemon is going to be important to people like you. <laughs> the tweet is so good. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's out there. the shagging wagon. You know there. what I mean? Come on, guys. Oh, it rhymes. Yeah, exactly. And it's a wagon. Sure, I'll, sure I'll invite any yeah. animal to my camp, but only the select yeah. few get invited to the shagging wagon. And go. see, since I put animal in there, I'm totally fine. It's so, totally cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2017 and all. You got to be careful. Before. We got to yeah. you got to vet everything. No, Red sure. team everything uh, you say. But I can see them trying to Zelda eye, uh, Breath of the Wild eyes Pokemon. 
you know? And that's what and gets me excited. To me, and I, I know that this is like like so many like real Pokemon fans. I shouldn't use that voice. So many it's real great. Pokemon fans <laughs> um, are, are happy with what Pokemon's doing and want there to be a thousand Pokemon and want all that stuff. And I get that. And I know that there's so much... Um, hostility towards the, the G1ers that it's like, oh, it's not how I remember it, so it's not good. And I get that. I understand that you need to progress, and it's just like to always want the same thing over and over is a problem. Having said that, all that I want is for them to go back to basics, start again, some type of reboot, and even if it was red and blue too isn't reboot enough for me. But, like, I feel like that would be such a right answer that I think you guys could get into. I th Greg, I know you could get into if that was the case. I've, here's the thing is, like, when I always fuck this up, but stick with me. Soul Silver? Yes. The one with the pedometer. That's the one I told you to, to play. Right. The, and that's the when one with the pedometer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That came out. When that came out, I was working at IGN. We all had DSs, and we all got it. And we played it. And I played a good amount. And it was my first Pokemon game, mm -hmm. and I got it, and I was like, okay. And then something else came, and I got distracted and forgot about it and stopped playing. But I enjoyed it for a little bit. I played. It just didn't get its hooks in me the way I think it has. It's what people always talk about with like nostalgia, where it was just like, oh, okay, cool. So oh, similar to me, favorite, my favorite Pokemon game. I, I'm with you. I, I played X because that was the one where I I'd, I'd never really played Pokemon. So, yeah. Well, I'll give this a real shot here, and I put a good 15 hours or so into it. And I, I did like it, but uh, yeah, I didn't uh, didn't get X the hooks was in. Fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, X is one of the low points. I don't know of, James of the right franchise, I would say. Super uh, fan for Pokemon. Okay. Yeah, and but so many of them are are so sim they're so similar, you know. And yeah. I feel like uh, Sun and Moon did something different, which was cool. Um, and then Ultra Sun and Moon, it's like. I don't need that. I'm not even going to play that. I'm, I'm fine. I have enough things to do with it. People love it and cool. That's great. But I really do hope that on the Switch that they do, they, they, they don't just do the next generation. Like, right. I hope that they, they go back to basics or at least change things up to get other people interested. And again, I'm saying all this stuff, armchair quarterbacking, one of the most successful, successful franchises things. of all time. So My thing like, is if the, the Switch one comes out and it's a beautiful Pokemon that's like whatever, it is just... Hey, here's the same thing, but refreshed with color and a little. I, I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna definitely gonna try it. They're and not it, still in black and white, Greg. I know, I know, but I'm. I mean, I'm even sorry. like thinking of it on DS, I don't remember it being like a beautiful experience. As it much it as did it. have color though. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The you DS was yeah. a color uh, console. Actually, they did a Game Boy Color, um, and even that one had color. Um, yeah. They yeah. did. Uh, yeah, Game Boy Advance that also had color. Uh, DS had even more colors. So. Yeah, there's so many colors. There's lots of Pokemon games that yeah. uh, are, are not black and white now. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Or like weird. But there was Pokemon Black and White. But those okay, were also okay, yeah, but okay. those were actually in so color. Let's, let's, enough. let's yeah. cut the shit for a second. Yeah. yeah. Was there a game beyond the pedometer? Because the pedometer was definitely black and white. That's all I ever played. That's not true. <laughs> well, the pedometer. Wait. Oh. <laughs> oh, just the pedometer? Yeah. Was it I black see. and white? It was black and white. Like that's all the joke. That's all I got you, piece of garbage. Yeah. yeah. Well, I remember Pocket Pikachu was black and white, but was the gold and silver one? That was yeah, also the pedometer was, yeah, wasn't there. Yeah. any money in that mm. thing. It was stupid. Mm. People loved it. and it was Yeah, awesome. of course we did. We all walked. It was the Pokemon Go before Pokemon Go. Exactly. No, but I'm, I'm excited to see what Pokemon does, and uh, excited might not be the right word, because like I know what they're going to do. It's just going to be right. Gen 8. Or, are we on 8? James, come to the micro. To I'm going to pee. You, you yeah. you're, you're over there biting your tongue trying to say and, something. And I haven't forgot your question. I'll get back to the Good. I appreciate that. Yeah. They, it's... I hope it's not Gen 8. I hope it's not Gen 8. I know it's not going to be an open world thing. I'm 100% on your side in everything. I hope it's uh, Red and Blue 2. Mm -hmm. I hope it's Red and Blue 2. I hope it's just like a game that's supposed to be on the Switch. Which, I mean like graphically and like like power-wise yeah. and like it, it, the, the models are not 
the weird models that they are today. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah. I hope it's a Switch Well, there's game. HD models that exist from Sun and Moon and from the 3DS files that like if they up-res those, they're, they're fine. They made those higher res and down-res them for the 3DS games okay. to prepare for the future. Yeah, wow. I just, I, yeah. I hope they, I hope they do something. I yeah. hope they play around with it and they try something new with the Switch version. Give me Kanto and Johto right. in one in game. In one game. In 3D. And if you want to be cool, maybe put in Hoenn in there. Just, you know. Well, that'd be crazy. Because, you know. DLC, though. That's the thing. That's the thing. We're DLC. In a world now. Put in DLC. It's a whole new world we live in. Put in, do, 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 do. put in Hoenn. It's make a Johto theme song. My, uh, my, Pokemon yeah, reference. Yeah, I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I gotcha. It's a brand new place, brand new yeah, attitude. Yeah. But you still yeah. got to catch yeah. them all and be the best that you can be. Yeah. Pokemon Johto. Yeah. I'm so sorry, Dad. I got my boomers here. I got No, but yeah, seriously, I hope that they do something special, but I don't think they're going to like I said because Pokemon Company is, has such a weird relationship where they kind of have control over Nintendo which yeah. is the only first party franchise Nintendo has that has that weird dynamic. The only reason mm-hmm. why I feel like they have that control is because of how successful the series is. Yeah, no, definitely. If Pokemon wasn't selling billions and billions and billions and billions of copies, I think Nintendo would be all up in them but because they can do whatever and they'll make all the money, Nintendo's like whatever. Yeah, well we'll see. Yeah. Once again, yeah. thank you, James. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, your question about the the year of Switch. Don't do Switch. Um, I, I think it's had major, major highs you know, with Zelda and Mario. Uh, it's had some kind of middle-of-the-pack stuff. Uh, Splatoon, I love Splatoon 2. I played the hell out of that. Uh, it, it's what everyone says. It is more Splatoon. You know, it definitely is. It doesn't feel like a giant step forward. I, I do like being able to take it on the go, lay in bed mm-hmm. and play and everything. But, you know, Salmon Run's great. I love that. Um, so I'm not a Splatoon guy. Uh, with early what you're talking about with Mario Kart, we like Mario Kart Eight is great, and then now right. playing it again is awesome on Switch. Did, did Splatoon Two not have that hook for you? What's well, it like, oh, I love Splatoon. Now it's more Splatoon. I think I was happy that it did bring Splatoon to a new audience, and so many more people have the Switch. But for some reason, it didn't like. I mean, I, don't, I guess it did. I did play the hell out of that game. I think I reviewed it. So yeah, I think I did play a lot of it. <laughs> I put 15 uh, minutes in, yeah, yeah. slapped the score on it, moved on. Yeah, definitely, yeah. yeah, I reviewed that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Mario Kart 8, uh, I think, was a better game overall. But still, I, I think Splatoon was such a cool thing that Nintendo tried a new uh, a new IP, and it worked out, and that more people are playing it now. Uh, ARMS, speaking of new IP, uh, I read that too. I appreciate a lot of the things they're trying with arms like a lot of the characters yeah. are, are really fun um, the concept is weird and goofy and out of left field I, I like that something like the theme song is incredible so good overall though like it was a game that I played for a couple weeks when it first came out uh, I felt like I kind of did what there was to do played some that was the one matches problem, right? yeah as somebody you play, I went, played it a lot but then had a wife who played it a ton it was cool and it just it, it came at the right time. Because it was, all right, cool, you don't have a Smash. You don't have a competitive fighter on this thing, but you can play this online. And so there was that to it, but it felt so shallow. It did. It was content light. I yeah, think that was that's, the, a, that's a great way to put it. Because it's like, for Nintendo, I if anything, I think we're going to look back at history at the Switch's first year and be like, oh shit, in addition to Mario and Zelda, they did launch the first entry in a new Nintendo IP that I think will be around. Arm, yeah, like ARMS these, 2 is going to come around and I think be arm, way the, better. There's going to be ARMS characters in the next Smash. Like These are characters to be around. They, they gave enough care to the theme song and to the world yeah. and to whatever to make it feel authentically Nintendo. So I'm going to have to buy ARMS Amiibo at some point. I know that. And not yet, which is so weird. Yeah. That's like the one franchise there's no Amiibo for. I'm at the point now where... You know, I, I got all of them at one point. I had them all when there was like 80 of them. And then every time they fucking announce something, especially if it's like for something I don't really care about, like I'm, I'm not a Monster Hunter guy and they announced all those Japan-only ones, 
just like shit. I guess I have to. <laughs> I, they got you. I bought this whole stupid cabinet this just to display my amiibo. Like I can't not buy the new ones. And so like I'm just kind of waiting until they're on eBay and they're cheap, so I can buy them all without feeling like a complete asshole. But yeah, kind of an asshole. I bought yeah, all of them. Yeah. All of them. Although it is cool when there's a Does new game. Does it make you more of an asshole buying them on eBay because it's not even going to Nintendo? That's, I'm smart. Or is that like, <laughs> fuck smart. you, Nintendo, I don't yeah. even care. I've given Nintendo <laughs> enough yeah, of my money over the years. Fine. Dude, this is always my thing with Funko Pops. Well, I was They're like, the fucking worst. I gotta have rules. I can't just buy every DC one I see. The oh, only Superman. The ugliest things. Well, they're soulless <laughs> black eyes. Let's not do that. They're, <laughs> they're cute. They're fun. I mean, come on. No, they're horseshit. No, no. I'm okay. Fucking amiibo man. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Detailed <laughs> and unique. They don't all look like the same soulless dumb box they'll, head. They'll finally get my money when they put a dry bones out. A dry bones amiibo? Yeah. Did they not? No, they didn't. No, I'd, I'd have. They it, announced me. like new Mushroom Kingdom ones because I don't have like. There's a Goomba one. There's a Koopa yeah. Trooper one. I got the Boo well, and Waluigi. What's that? Oh, it was Odyssey. They came out alongside. Oh yeah, because and, Odyssey, and, yeah. and I'll take credit for the uh, Waluigi me boat. Oh good. Okay. Uh, thanks to uh, my sign at WrestleMania. I don't know if you yes. saw that, but I, did, yeah. I have a feeling that Reggie was probably watching was that like, ladder oh, match fuck. and was like, he's great got move. a great They're idea right. that we would have never thought of making Waluigi me Hey, let's you know call up the press. Yeah. Yeah. Real quick, this this set the internet afire mm. a few weeks ago, but we haven't talked about it, any of us, but especially you and me, and we talk about everything. We're all of the uh, uh, agreement, right, that Toad's head is his head and not a hat, right? You yeah. saw this yeah. You saw this argument? Just it, making sure. It's a head. This yeah. is a really stupid well, thing. I didn't see this argument. On. People are dumb. I'm going to go pee. I think okay. we decided on the Beast cast that it's like like a meat hat. Like, it's, it's, it's an organic... It's his head. It's an organic no? thing. Like, he came out of the womb with, like, a tiny little thing that grows uh, with him. It's like we have hair. We cut but it can't come off. Back. Uh, I mean, is it just in a mushroom? Is it a mushroom cap? I think surgically it could come off, or like there'd just be a bunch of like weird goo, and he would have to force it off. Like you shouldn't, because you have to like surgically reattach it and everything. Yeah, no, you don't want that. No. Yeah, but it, it is part of his head. Yeah, I, I know there was that cartoon or the Super Show where he right, right. took out the thing. But that's yeah. not canon. That's that not doesn't canon, count no. as a Mario historian. Uh, no, it, it is a meat hat. I wrote a pl- a one act play in college to play writing. Right. <laughs> Thank you, Kev. <laughs> Thank you very much. And I don't remember much. Of what this play was about anymore, yeah. and then these files are long gone by this point. But it was a one act play of this guy seeing a girl at a party and then kind of imagining their entire life together. And his pickup line was something of, Would you rather fuck Toad? Or Bowser, I think, and that's how Bowser's it, really spiky. Yeah, Toad is like he seems almost like a plush. You and know? it was one of those things. The play, it, like, because you know, you're a, I'm a dumb kid. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And I'm writing this play. Is fresh? No, sophomore year, maybe college. And everybody was into the play totally because you have to give you know your notes at the end. Everybody's totally into the play because you do a reading in class or whatever around it. But like the final line when he actually gets the nerve to talk to the girl, he asks her the question, and she picks Bowser. And he had mm. made earlier in the argument. In the play, he had made the argument that Bowser was the correct choice, right? Right. And it, but the line was something like, "Yeah, I don't want to shove a mushroom up my vagina." Right. And like you when know, we finished, that's like the final line of the play. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. I remember like it, like yeah. error feedback and like everybody's like, "Oh, it was really good." That last line <laughs> totally took me out of the play. <laughs> like, why would anyone say that on the first? I'm like, good good notes, good notes. Speaking of video game plays, yeah, uh, lay them on me. One of the times that Mortal Kombat sent me to the hospital as a child uh, was it was my friend's tenth birthday, my friend Lane, and I went to his place and I was obsessed with Mortal Kombat. Sure, like the first one was out and it was just the coolest fucking thing I'd ever seen in my life. And uh, so I wrote a Mortal Kombat play to be performed at his birthday party. Nice. Uh, I was gonna play. I was Scorpion, and you and were calling other people fucking nerds. 
Oh, no, that's that's the thing. I, that's been a career. I'm, 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 a, yeah. I'm an idiot. I'm I'm a, you know, make yes. no bones about it. Um, so I was Scorpion, and I had the birthday boy Lane uh, play Johnny Cage. Scorpion, and uh, so we were down in his basement, which was not finished. So it had you know concrete floors. It's your traditional Midwest basement. Yeah. yeah. And was think, there a, a support pole in the middle yeah, of it somewhere? Yeah, of course. Is. Yeah. Yep. And uh, so I think a few of the parents were maybe there, but like all the kids were down there and we're doing our dumb thing. Like, I don't even know if we got good costumes. We probably just took like a yellow scarf for Scorpion and maybe like but a But you pulled a out a lawn dart with a piece of rope attached to it. <laughs> Honestly, probably something like that. I had sunglasses for Johnny Cage. No, I, yeah, I was Scorpion. That's right. Uh, so he, Johnny Cage had the blue, no, green fireball thing, mm-hmm. you know? And so I got a green koosh ball and I gave that to my friend like, okay, so and then the end of the fight is you throw the, uh, the fireball at me and that'll set up the fatality or whatever. And so, you know, in dress, we didn't uh, we didn't actually bump around. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but when it was time to do the show, I wanted to actually put on a show here. You know, I got I got a I got a bump for this thing. <laughs> so you bump from wrestling, you understand? Take I the move. Okay, yes. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so he throws the thing at me, and I uh, caught it, and like acting like it blew up or something. I did a front flip. To just like I didn't plan oh, on that no, just in the moment Dan. I was like I gotta fucking sell this do it you know, on the I'm night Scorpion. do it on the night I'm and Scorpion I, yeah and I did it I did a front flip and I was like oh like something in my back just like tinged really bad and I went to go like get up to oh like, so you made the flip yeah I did the flip I so thought I, this was going head first into no, the concrete not that bad, not okay, that bad. Okay. I got the full flip and I landed on my back and I was like I was trying to get up Beep. to take the fatality and I was just like oh nope 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 and then they had to like call my mom and had to go to the hospital and everything uh, but yeah, that was my play. That's uh, you know I have a similar only one of the times. Yeah, I told that Boone about I, both the times. I, I want to hear about year. the second time, but that reminds me of a story too, where I took a bump and I was unable to get up. But oh, I, I was this is going. I now. wasn't <laughs> a little boy. I was a thirty-two year old man <laughs> on the Paxi uh, stage. Wait, was that Alex trying to catch Alex. my breath? Oh, Alex! Oh, is very yeah, yeah, that. What's uh, your second story? What's your second mm, Mortal Kombat to the hospital story? So the other one was, I think, before that, I got the Genesis version on Mortal Monday. Um, Get that and, blood and out, just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just played the hell out of that. And, uh, you know, I had the tester mite thing. You had to hit A and C, I think, with two fingers to, like, build up the I meter. never had the Genesis one. Oh, okay. I think it was okay. A and C, and then you had to hit start when you were above the line. Mm. And I got to, I think it's when I got to Ruby, which is, I think it's one step before Diamond, but it's very, very hard. And you have to, like, you know, Test really. Yeah, so I'm just, like, really just straining everything. It's like, sure. fuck! And I... Almost got it up there, and then, like, my neck, like, something. Just, what? Like, I was like, oh. And, like, I couldn't move my neck from, like, this. And, like, I would I could kind of try to force it, and it would hurt really bad. And I had to go to the hospital again. Like, neither of these were, like, serious injuries. But sure. Mortal Kombat did send me to the hospital twice. So Ed wow. knows about that now. Fantastic. He just thought it was funny. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Good It Lord. made you the man you are today. It did. Man. That is insane. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a video game injury Injuries. stories I have. Yeah. No. I don't know that I had any. MK uh, also sent me to the principal. Used to pretend we to be injured, Kevin. So game. okay, yeah, Kevin. Yeah, we're going there. Um, damn, that's a, one of those memories that you just you don't have until someone somebody says brings like, it back up. Yeah, we did that. We were dumb kids. Uh, there's this game series on the PlayStation called Extreme. Oh, like there two was, extreme and three extreme. There was no one extreme, but there was a two extreme. Was it called extreme? Like it's the only one I, I heard. Don't know. It was, there was two, two extreme. and three. Yeah, there was, was two. Is that really not the second one? I always assumed it was a sequel. I, it, it, I don't know. Oh, as wow. far as I know, okay. it starts at two extreme. Okay, and then there was three extreme. Yeah, yeah. And pretty much, it, it was a racing game where you can choose different extreme sports, so like rollerblades or skateboarding or Bikes. snowboarding or uh, biking. Yeah. And you, it's just it's just a racing game. It's not Tony Hawk. This is pre Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Totally just 
a fucking shitty racing. They're like ramps and stuff, but you're not yeah, doing like but it's style like, points or anything. But uh, we would would play, and we wouldn't even care about the race. It was just more like trying to do stupid stunts and stuff off sure. of things because we wanted Tony Hawk's Pro Skater uh, before it came out. And then when we would crash and stuff, we would like in real life be like, "Oh well, we broke our leg there, so we can't walk." And that didn't really affect us when we had wired controllers. But for some reason, it it. This sounds like a dumb story. It is a dumb story. Yeah, uh, but we were dumb kids. Kids are dumb. We were really kids fucking, are very dumb. fucking dumb. So you acted remember, like you broke like, your legs. You know, I don't remember. I feel like there must have been a second step to it. Kevin, go to your microphone. <laughs> exactly what Andrew was talking about. Well, I, <laughs> yeah, okay. he's brand new. I, I was, I was giving the information to Tim so that he can relay it. Yeah, but the then it's just awkward silence for everybody. We want you to be part of this. You know, we um, love you, buddy. So we would uh, essentially take turns playing. And whatever injuries we had, we would have to keep during not our turn. So you had to like sell the injury yeah, when you weren't playing the game. That's all that it was. I mean, we didn't have to. We wanted to. Oh, we were trying to make co-op out of just normal games. You know sure, what I mean? Sure. Okay. So like Tim would be playing, and me and Greg would be on the sofa, being like, "Oh, my leg, my arm." I think Greg was just like, "I don't <laughs> like this." <laughs> dumb kids, dude. I don't know. No, yeah, don't no. Kids are dumb. Gotta make no, your own no, fun. I get yeah, it. Yeah, just make your own fun. Yeah, that don't... game was not fun. <laughs> no, was we not need great. to do a party mode of too extreme. That's all I'm I saying. I don't have a good injury story. Dumb kids story with video games I have millions of. Of course. The one that jumps to mind in an unfinished basement was that Mike Boylan's brother uh, was, he was a jerk. Older. No, he was great. He was older <laughs> than me and he liked comics and that was like a big deal. Like I finally mm -hmm. knew somebody who liked comics like I liked comics. And I remember when uh, he beat Superman on Genesis by Sunsoft, which was a game as a kid, was just too tough for me to beat. Like you know, you couldn't, I couldn't figure it out or do it. But he beat it, and he told, and like it was like, you want to talk about the most like badass? He must have been like what eighth grade, you know what I mean? Talking to a fourth grader, whatever mm -hmm. the hell we were, and telling me, yeah, I beat it last night. And I was like, oh my god, you can beat that game? He's like, yeah, I beat it in memory of Superman because Superman seventy five had just come out and he had died, and I was like, oh my god. You're the coolest person I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what a fucking cool. And he made uh, in his uh, Genesis uh, boxing game, whichever one it was. I think my, uh, Evander George Holyfield. Foreman's KO boxing. Made, yeah, that sounds right. right. Yeah, yeah. He made Bruce Wayne. And I was like, this is the coolest fucking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> that is so. Kids are dumb. Real, oh, yeah. real dumb. Kids are so dumb. Across the board. So, Dan, go back to your, your first year with the Switch. So, oh, yeah. So, besides those games, then Mario plus Rabbids. Kingdom, Kingdom Battle. Battle. I like that game a lot. I think it's insane that, first of all, that game exists. Second of all, that it's as good as it is. No business being as good as it is. Yeah, it's. It, they did a great job with that. Um, I kind of fell off. I got like near the end of the third world, uh, and then other stuff came out or something. I still tell myself I'm going to go back and finish it. I've heard there's some good stuff. I, I heard it gets really hard near mm -hmm. the end. It does. Um, I like it a lot. Yeah, I don't think it's in my like top ten of the year. I like it a lot, and I haven't actually put thought into my top ten yet. And I am actually worried it's not going to make the top ten because this has been such a good year. Yeah, where it's like it is a damn fine game. Totally, but there's been a lot of damn fine games. Mm -hmm. Would you say Uncharted: Lost Legacy is on your top ten? Uncharted: mm -hmm. Lost Legacy, undeniably in my top ten. Okay, ooh, yeah. It's I don't know if it's in mine. They made it there. Because my, my thing, it's still I, a great game. I'm not taking it. away from it. Yada, yada, yada. And I get like all the the criticism against it, but it's like I still think that just as an experience, it's great. It's better than I expected it to be. It seemed like it would just be a little DLC thing they sold as a full game, yeah. and I I liked it a lot. Yeah, yeah no, it was great. Like, Wait, is it in your top ten though? Uh, we'll see. Oh, <laughs> stay tuned. Jivebomb.com. Yeah, Jive <laughs> not locked in yet. That's one of the ones that it's going. No, back I still need to write mine too. Alex was 
tell oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah invited me in those over the years. Yeah. No, it's great, dude. Don't worry about yeah. it. I mean, because that's the thing is, if I, if I look at it, I feel like Uncharted right now in my head is uh, maybe, I don't know, it's definitely not a, a guarantee, even though I just said it was, but until this conversation where it's like, oh, I was talking about rabbits, and I'm like, what is in your top 10, right? Yeah, and I'm like, okay, no, Uncharted is over rabbits, so. That's the thing, it's like, to like, I was thinking about it the other day in the shower, right? But just to rattle off, not numbered at all, right? Like, obviously Zelda, obviously Mario, obviously Horizon, Friday the 13th, which is going to be, it's going to be one of those games I always do for you guys where I'm like, this is super high, and I know it's not a great game, but it's a fun <laughs> game, and I fucking love it. Destiny 2, which isn't, you know, my normal modus operandi at all. Um, Resident Evil. Good use. Thank you very much. Uh, I mean, like, that's off the top, man. Persona yeah. 5, I'm going to put on there and be like, didn't beat it. Dang, I'm going to, I owe Cheeks Jr. a fucking pizza because of it, but there's this fan who said I wouldn't beat it. I was like, no, you're fucking crazy, and this is like, he said it in like June. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got all. I got so much time. Yeah. And then I was like, I can't compel myself to go back and play this fucking game. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a weird one, especially you know my history with it. But like, I bet PUBG, based on the fact that it's finally coming to Xbox, so I'm gonna mm, put a whole bunch of hours into it. Yeah. But even it, playing it on PC, right, was amazing. Yeah. Uh, uh, like we've had a lot of fun with Grand Theft Auto Online. Like I, I we need, I want to play more of it. But in terms of like experiences this year that have like caught me off guard, I'm like, huh. Especially mm. when I like, did you watch Danny Adult and Danny's uh, no clip documentary? I like Hillbillies of GTA Online. Yeah. I want to watch that. Dude, it is so good. And yeah. it is totally one of those things. The stories they tell, I'm like, this is not, I don't even mean the kinship friendship, just them talking about what they do in game and stuff. It's like, fuck, I, this is similar to when I was always like, if I didn't have a job in the gaming industry, I'd only play DC Universe Online. Right, right. And the way these people talk about GTA Online, I'm like, <laughs> Holy fuck, I would love to do this. Because there's this girl who's in the uh, crew that she's like the most junior member now. She's only been with them a few weeks. And she tells the story of like how they were, she had, she's like, oh yeah, you know, and I had, I had $2 million worth of product to move, but I didn't have my guys to play with. So I needed friends. So I found these guys and they, and it's just, she talks about moving drugs in a way of like, oh my God, it's, it's, it's 3d Chinatown wars. Like I fucking loved that game. Like I can do that in this game. I should totally be playing Dude, like Chinatown Wars is awesome. Way better than people give it credit for. 100%. Definitely check out youtube.com slash no clip. Oh, yeah, Danny's, Daniel Dwyer Danny's killing it. The amazing documentary. Great He's doing great. Um, but yeah, other than that, like I think we hit the main uh, first party stuff for the Switch. Did uh, you give Fire Emblem Warriors a shot? I have it on my Switch. I have not started it yet. I do want to try it. I don't hate the Dynasty Warriors games as much as a lot of people do. I'm not a huge fan of it. I, I do like Fire Emblem a lot, but I know it's not a, really a Fire Emblem game outside yeah. of aesthetics. Um, but yeah, I, I, I want to give it a shot, definitely. But the thing about the Switch for me this year has been, if there is ever a like... Uh, like a good example, Sonic Mania. It's on everything. And it's like, okay, I can get it on everything. This is a game that is not going to have performance issues on the Switch. So across the board, if everything's equal, I'm going to get the Switch version 10 yeah. times out of 10 because yeah. I can take it on the go. Or, or if my wife's watching something on TV, I can take it out and play there. And like Hulu's on it now. And it, it's that fucking system is so good. Yeah. It feels good. It, it doesn't look like a toy. Like the Wii U gamepad always felt a little like bulky. Oh, it feels like Fisher Price. Price. Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. Where the switch feels like an actual, like modern piece of electronics. Well, that's the weirdest thing of when I, you know, when the switch dropped and I played it exclusively for my on the go console for a few months and then something finally came to Vita. Uh, it might've been uh, undertale. Oh yeah. And I picked that back up for the first time to play something for the first time. I remember picking that up and being like, Oh my god, it's so tiny! Like you don't even think about how great the form factor of the Switch feels. Mm -hmm. But like, I didn't even put it on my list. But like Mario Kart, obviously, is gonna be super high. Like I put so many hours into Mario Kart this this year. Like yeah. playing so much of that. And the and it, I know it sounds like a fucking commercial, but like 
the different ways of playing that where it is like, all right, cool. I'm playing like this. All right. I'm on a plane across the country. Yeah. Put it on the thing. I'm playing a pro controller underneath the thing. Totally. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jen's awake. She wants to play with me. Yep. Pop off the stupid fucking joy cons, which I thought were the biggest joke and actually use them. And you're like, oh no, actually this works. Like it's, it's not the most joke, comfortable way. It works. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like, it's an insane, that system, insane, that game. Like, I'll, I'll get on a bus uh, to Jersey with my wife to go see her family, and yeah. I'll realize I have my Switch in my bag, and it's like, wait a minute, pull it out, put it on a tray, and do the Joy-Con thing, play Poyo Poyo Tetris 101, yep. and it's like, man, this just fucking works. Yeah. This is great. It's crazy. I mean, again, we always talk about this, but that... The, the first trailer that came out a little over a year ago now. The, like, it's like, they're all, party we're thing. at a party, yeah, but it's yeah. like, yeah, right. And here we are, yeah. and it's just, just a normal thing. The amount of times you've been at a party where someone actually does that, you're like, fuck. Oh, know. it was amazing at E3 this year, because like uh, Mario Odyssey was the big game yeah. for Nintendo's booth, and there's a big line uh, looping around the booth, and just everyone you saw sitting down, they're all sitting down, they got the kickstand down, yep. they got four controllers. Just like, this, they did it. Like, yeah. they made they good totally on that game. They killed it, dude. Yeah, it's... It's the best Nintendo year since Super Nintendo, for sure. Agreed. Like it's just incredible. Now, before we go too far off a statement you made earlier, Sonic Mania. Yeah, what yeah. Do you come down Sonic, to Sonic Mania. Mania. I like it a lot. And I was always on Team Mario. Um, but, you know, I had a Genesis in my mom's house. I had a Super Nintendo in my dad's house. I played everything. Uh, Sonic, I always just saw as a different thing. Uh, Mario was like... You know, precise perfect. platforming and challenging and, and perfect. Yes, and Sonic uh, was. Sonic was is not perfect. Fast. Cool. Sonic was fun. It was cool fun to just fun. ramp. He's off tapping stuff, his foot. You know? I'm not going fast enough. Yeah, like like I liked Sonic a lot, especially too. Um, but like Mario was like everything. Uh, but yeah, Sonic Mania made good on everything I ever liked about Sonic, and and that fell off. You know, once it went 3D with adventure and everything. So yeah, it's definitely the best Sonic since like Knuckles. And do you think it's better than that? I think it might be. Oh, I think it definitely is. The, the new areas are incredible. Oh, man. Like, Sonic, really... Sonic Mania is, uh, and I feel like I don't get to talk about it enough. Like, Sonic Mania and Covenant. Yeah, host a video game no, show. No, I know. I know. <laughs> we move forward. We keep going, and it's just like. Oh, yeah, we don't look just, back enough and talk it, about it, things. It just gets into all this other stuff where it's like we're in this game of the year, and especially this year where there is so much. Like, yes. God, Cuphead, and God, Sonic Mania. Like, the fact that this year happened to me, I don't understand. Yep. I got Zelda. I got Mario Odyssey. I got Cuphead. I got Sonic. I got Crash Bandicoot. I was going to say, where is the Crash Bandicoot? Like, I like that. that. Like, that's insane to me that this all happened. But it's like uh, Crash being uh, in, a, in a different conversation. Uh, and not to hate on that because it is what it is. And I feel like it uh, – I saw today that um, – so I didn't look at IGN's Game of the Year nominations. But they, they uploaded them all yesterday. Why, why am I talking like a fucking parent? Uh, they put them all on the They show. uploaded them to <laughs> the YouTube. <laughs> they, they, they put them up there and the, for all the shit. But I didn't even look at the categories. They now have a category that is Best uh, HD Remaster. Yeah, uh, and I'm like, oh, and do, do I think we've done that at least once? Yeah, because I mean, they happen so much now. Yeah, yep. uh, I mean that's fucking cool, and I love that. And I saw that Crash tweeted out that no, Crash himself. Wow, um, tweet Crash He's himself. He's a busy man. Crash himself actually sent me a holiday card, and I love that. It says XOXO Crash, and it warms my heart. Um, I I saw the Crash was nominated for IGN's best uh, HD remaster, whatever the fuck. Sure, and I'm like, fuck yeah, that's awesome. And like to me, I'm like. Crash Insane Trilogy deserves some type of something. <laughs> and I think that that's it. 
They they did a good job with that. And there were some complaints about the jumping and stuff, which I, I never really got bothered by the jumping changes or whatever. I think it that, felt I fine. Think it made it better. Like I, I honestly feel like it's the definitive way to play those games. I like being able to. Like, you can save anywhere in there, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas before you had to work in, through. In Crash yeah. One, they like they totally fixed it. They right, fixed right. a lot of the problems of the original. Some ones. of those levels are still a giant pain in the ass. Giant pain in the ass. Giant pieces of shit. It is what it is. It is yep. still the same games, and I I like that they kept it that way. Because if they changed too much, <laughs> then it wouldn't have been the same thing. So it's like that's why. Crash isn't in that same conversation because I truly believe Cuphead work of fucking art, Mario and Zelda, obviously. Um, Sonic Mania, not quite there. I'm not stupid. I'm not crazy. Uh, but Sonic Mania is the best Sonic game. I truly believe that. Yeah. And I feel that it was such a love letter to Sonic fans like me that just wanted to believe that there could actually be a Sonic game to break the cycle. And there have been games that broke the cycle. Sonic Colors, Sonic Generations, both good games. I'm with the young Colors. You didn't like Generations? Not so much. Really? James is ready to come off the bench. The first two people I've ever heard be like, fuck yeah, Generations. Dude, Generations. Yeah. To be fair, I didn't play a lot of it. I played a little bit and I was like, this is another one of these. Generations is, it it took what colors started. Okay. And took what the daytime levels of Unleashed started. And just were like, we're going to just do this. Maybe I'll play more of it. I know. When are they putting out the Werehog version? That's what I want. Let's not do that. But whatever, Mania is so special and and it's so good. And it, it again, such a love letter yeah. to the people that were patient, and it was made by people that really care. Yes, and I hope that we get more, and it seems like we will. So I would imagine this probably did pretty well. Uh, so yeah, Sega put out like a thing saying it was the most successful Sonic game of the last like decade and a half. Certainly, critically, what successful means. We don't know. I don't yeah, know if yeah. that's just critical or it's marketing sales or wise or whatever. Yeah. And also, Sonic Forces sucked. So boy, did it. Yeah. Did you, James, quiet down over there. You're overstepping your bounds. So, okay, you bought it, you played it, and compared to generations, let's not even compare it to anything else. Okay, compared to Mania, it's compared nothing. to Mania, says yeah. it's nothing. It's, it's nothing. For sure. He's then he's taking deep breath. He's trying to formulate an argument. He still is mm-hmm. no. He's like, let's take generations. Let's make it boring. That's the ringing endorsement of a game. That. That's and ringing that's endorsement of a game. That's what it was to me. He says, but but compared to other generations, shadow. He doesn't understand the microphone does not pick him up if he's not right here, so he's just still ranting Okay, about Sonic. here's the thing. It's not the worst Sonic game. Yeah. Yeah. And I can agree with that. I can agree with that. It is not the worst Sonic game. It is better. Take it to the bank. It's better than not the Shadow worst. the Hedgehog. He's talking? Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah. He's still talking to Tim? So, sorry, that's it. That's all you need. If I can buy just... Buy Mania! <laughs> fucking buy Mania! If I can Don't just, let this happen again! If I can just chime in for one second on this argue, it's a conversation of the Shag and Wagon tweet doing real well. Just wanted oh, you guys right to know. Now. I don't know if we're on the Animal Crossing subreddit yet. Kevin, you could make it happen. You could make a dream come true. Just putting it out there. Should I spend $1,000 on that phone, Greg? Yeah, I mean, you're in, you're in you're in you're in the house of iPhone. We I both have it. Right. Nick has it. Yeah, boy. Uh, Kevin so, bought it for his uh, fiance or I'm sorry, his wife because she's smart. Here's my thing. I'm a tech guy. Mm-hmm. I we have the the LG OLED. We do. We do. Yes. If you enjoy that, you kind of love this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look so at how good Animal Crossing like, looks. My like. thing is, I I being a tech guy, I was still on the two year cycle uh, Me for too. such a long time. Me too. Where I had the iPhones, I started on the five, and then I got the uh, six plus. Okay. Um, I did not do the 6S. I did not do the 7. I did not do the uh, 7S. Right. So I, that, I was at that point where I, like, once this came out, I already, it was predestined. I was going to get this. Waiting three years was crazy for me. I got this thing. This is the most excited I've had. I've been to have a piece of tech <laughs> in 
forever, even more than my TV. And really? I love my TV. Man, I started with the 3G, and I've been on the two-year thing every time. But like when I saw $1,000, I was like, oh, boy, that's a big ask. It's a lot of money. Yeah. Lot, but if you sell, if you've been on the cycle, what are you on then, a 7S? I have a 7. Or a 7? Yeah, you can you can make uh, trade that in for a whole bunch of hundreds. Hmm? Yeah, go Get big. the 256. Yeah. So you're yeah. Oh, yeah, thousand. I always do the big like storage yeah, space. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. You just just have to ask. Totally worth I haven't it. seen one in the wild yet. Now I've got two in front of me. Um, yeah. It's just that thing of the camera's awesome. And yeah. I mean, for me, the justification always is that it's the computer I use the most. Yeah. I use it That's for fair. everything. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, I want it to be. Makes sense. Best. Sorry to derail the conversation. Oh, so, all right, we talked about conversational podcasts over beers. Don't worry about it. Yes. We talked about all of the, the we talked about Horizon, Persona, and all that. We talked about all the Nintendo games. Is there anything else before we go? Yeah, what are the wild card wanna... games we don't play that you play? What's your Friday the 13th? Boy, something that I loved that or no one else on the planet games. likes. Yeah. Uh, first um, off, <laughs> fuck you. It's currently in the running for IGN's multiplayer of the year. Really? I think it might be voted on by fans, but it doesn't matter. I will look at my... Because guess what? I've, IGN and their ivory tower, they don't know what it's like to be down here as the peasants in the mud rolling around. You don't know what it's like to be out with IGN. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I don't know if I have any super crazy ones here. Oh, Wolfenstein. I love the mm, shit out of mm-hmm, Wolfenstein. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if I have something that I loved that like... Not that like, you no, let's dial back. Not that something you love that's weird off the wall, but something we don't talk about. That's why we like having guests. It's oftentimes, like you, you said, you love Minesweeper, you love Excel on PC. We don't yeah, have, we don't play any thing. PC games. Yeah. We don't know about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that is my primary way of playing games. Really? So I, I never was because like growing up, I never had a PC that could actually run anything. Uh, my, my stepdad did, but he was convinced he'd have a virus if I did anything. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I feel like that's my one hole in my gaming history is that like I didn't grow up playing StarCraft or Half-Life. Nice. I always tried to buy it and I'd get my little $300 e-machines and it would never run and you know, I'd maybe get to a menu screen e- if I was lucky. I could I could get Command & Conquer. And okay. I had a okay. ton of love for Command & Conquer cuz that would actually run and I got to play it. Um, but yeah, like now that I'm older uh, and I can like build a computer and stuff, like yeah. I, I, I got, I have a really good computer now. It's, you know, run 4K to my TV and everything. So that is my way uh, of playing games now. Interesting. Um, but yeah, that's why I say I, I like it all. Like, yeah, you know, oh, yeah. No, we favorite, all do too. I get, I get, I mean, yeah, I get yeah. shit, but I'll play a great PC again. Yeah. Um, trying to think like Dead Cells was really cool. I know that's an early access thing. Uh, what is it? I don't even know. It's, it's a roguelike. Uh, it's very much that like, you know, Castlevania style roguelike, which, you know, there have been a billion things like that, but I think this one just does it very, very well. Cool art style, good challenge. Um, kind of like Slime Rancher. That was kind of fun. Okay. Did you play that at all? No. It's on Xbox. That one's pretty cool. It's Is like, that a Dragon Quest deal? Or? No, it's like a. Uh, it's like you're making this it makes farm. makes sense, right? <laughs> <laughs> James is yeah, laughing, yeah. but I'm excited. I know what you mean. Educated guest thing. Uh, basically, it's like, imagine Stardew Valley, but 3D, but... You have a like Ghostbusters gun that like sucks in these slimes, yeah. And you're trying to just kind of wrangle them and keep them all in pens so you can sell them. And so like it starts out like okay, I, I I'm gonna get these rock slimes that are all spiky and rocky and stuff, and I'm gonna shoot them all into this pen that I built, and then I'll I'll catch these other ones that look like cats or whatever, and I'll shoot them into the other. Uh, and then you have to feed them certain things, but if one of them eats a wrong type of thing, they can just like freak out and start multiplying, <laughs> and it's a fucking gremlin situation where they're all it's going <laughs> it to hell. Like a- this does sound like a Greg Miller game, yeah. (laughs) And so, like, you got to find out what kind of food all the different slimes like. So it's like, okay, so those cat ones like carrots. So I got to make a carrot field over here. Uh, 
but it's just kind of funny, like the chaos that can happen when things yeah. go wrong. Because it doesn't like specifically say like, don't ever put these two types of slimes in the same pen together. You learn through making mistakes, and when you make mistakes, it is complete chaos. Uh, it's super funny. And, like you're sucking them up with this Ghostbusters gun. Yeah, yeah well, you got me. You had you saw Luigi's Mansion gun. Okay, but uh, Mario. yeah, it's great. You're just Mario. going out into the wild, finding these slimes, and some come out only at certain times of night and everything. Okay. Uh, that sounds awesome. It's pretty cool. I like to It's not like top 10 for me, but it was something I played that was very good. Okay. Okay. That's yeah. a good one. Good one. Uh, well, Dan, anything you want to want to pimp out? I uh, got the you know, Giant Bomb Game of the Year stuff coming up. Uh, after, I think it's going to be the 25th to the 29th, we're going to do like 900 hours of podcast will be released. God. Well, not actually that, but it, I know. it feels Still, like it. No, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I, that's break it down. You've been here for two weeks mm-hmm. recording podcasts nonstop. What is the podcast content is it hey today we're talking about action game of the the game of the year and you do a podcast about that it's not so much like the the standard categories of uh, sports game of the year rpg of the sure year. it's not that uh we, we do have game of the year well, you know worst game of the year best style um best looking game like we kind of uh separate between like best looking game is just like what it sounds like you're looking at it it looks really good style is like the whole encompassing thing of like the persona, music, like persona, persona is like a five. major contender yeah, yeah. for like style stuff uh, there is there are so many good moments in uh, Wolfenstein that we broke that out into like yeah. you know here's the, here's the best Wolfenstein moment. Well, best looking game, Cuphead, Horizon. Do, are those? In I, the same I, com- I don't want to give away too much. About that, are they in the same conversation? Totally. I mean, okay. they both okay. look cool. amazing. Great. Like, they, they're you know we talk about all this stuff. Um, but yeah, um, just weird categories uh, that that change year to year. Um, we've gone through a lot of them now. We're not done. Like best game is going to be the one that takes forever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we do a ton of video content alongside it. Uh, we we just try to do something different than you know the the average best. This of course, best of that. course. Um, so yeah, I don't want to give away too many. Categories. No, no, that was it. I was just wondering yeah, yeah. what how you guys shake it out for it, somebody who doesn't know. It's five days of podcasts. Um, gotcha. And and each day is like four different categories. Um, so it's a lot of arguing. Uh, it's a fun it's time. Though. Fun, really. It's fun. Yeah, I'm having a blast. Uh, other than that, uh, Twitter. I'm Dan Reichert. Uh, I sell books on Amazon. Got a bunch of books out, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's not really like actively like if you want more something. Right if you now, want like that's... more Mortal Kombat stories, the, the, yeah, the, yeah. the dumbest kid there in gifted class, right there. You yep, go. Yep. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, it's so, on yeah. my bookshelf. I see it every day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so well, it's been good. It's been great. Yeah, thank I you for joining us. Here. You guys this got a good awesome. thing going here. Um, congrats on all the success. Thank you. And I, I know you've had this for a long time, but this studio and the set is pretty all, cool. I'm impressed every time I come in here. So I still get distracted by the wall during this. Sure. It's awesome. Yeah, I just can't believe the, the, the amount of times it actually syncs up. Oh, it's so where he's weird. talking about Mario and the, the Mario, Mario World map up. came up. Yeah. I was like, okay, yeah. Really yeah. Yeah. yeah, oh, nice, nice. Yeah, it's just fantastic. Yeah. I love it. Excellent. Well, we also love you. Thank you for 150 episodes of this show. It kind of blows my mind as well. Uh, but until next time, I love you and thank you. God damn it. <laughs> should have seen it coming. Pog!